This podcast is sponsored by Cardavi. Cardavi improves the way you manage and share your business and transaction documents. Be more organized, professional, and productive with document sharing applications designed for real estate. Cardavi is a simple and intuitive solution that allows you to manage and share documents from your smartphone or iPad while you're on the go. Proven Path listeners can save today by signing up for $5 a month, a 50% savings. Just visit Cardavi.com. That's C A R T A V I.com. And click the promo link at the top of the page and use the code CRS Proven Path. Hello and welcome to the Proven Path Podcast. I'm here with William Wells, social media coach. William, how'd you get into social media? I've actually been involved with uh, the internet from the early days, uh, starting back in 93. Spent the last almost 20 years working in web development and search engine optimization. And back in the mid-2000s, when social media started to uh, trickle into the picture, uh, I saw it as something that was going to go somewhere and, and, and started trying to get some of my clients involved in, in starting to utilize it. My very first client uh, was a real estate agent, and I think we put them online in 1994. It's interesting how as a, uh, realtors saw this as something that was going to be beneficial to the industry. And of course, word of mouth, uh, it, it, it seemed by default, I found myself working with realtors. Uh, and, and, and not that I chose that necessarily, but by default, uh, I began working with realtors. And, and it really gave me some insight as to how they were using the internet. And I got the opportunity to see uh, things change as a result of the real estate industry. Um, you know, realtor.com coming into the picture. And uh, watching some of these other online MLS types of systems come and go. So it's helped me understand how Realtors use the Internet. Uh, and, of course, now with, with the introduction uh, several years back of, of, of social networking tools and the use of social media, it helps me understand how Realtors should be using that as well. It sounds like you've been writing a book because you've seen a lot of change come quickly. How fast is it changing? As fast as we're speaking right here, it's constantly changing. Yeah, I was doing a uh, social media 101 workshop uh, down in Tennessee, and I had my uh, PowerPoint presentation up, and some of the links went to live internet views so that people could see real time what I was talking about. So uh, in the morning, I'm going through, and, and at the time, the business pages had become a fan. That was the button. So all my screenshots had, you know, I was telling them how to create a, a business page the right way. Become a fan was the button that people would click when they wanted to uh, participate and be part of the page. So we broke for lunch, and about an hour later, uh, we resume with the, the, the workshop. And I was going into some more detail about this, and we hit the, the, the spot where I clicked on my PowerPoint presentation, become a fan. And what showed up, Facebook actually at that point rolled out a change. And suddenly, business pages had this like button. Interestingly enough, in the morning portion of the presentation, one of the things that I stressed was this is changing on a regular basis, and it's very hard for business owners to you know, tend to their businesses while trying to keep up with, with, with all the changes in social media. And in this case, it was, you know, Facebook proved me correct uh, by rolling out this change and, and everybody laughed and we rolled on because it, was, it didn't change things too much, but uh, it was just a point that in the morning everything was there and, and, and in the afternoon everything was different. We're talking about real estate. And so what would your advice be for a realtor to do with their personal page and their business page? Should they have two? Absolutely. What people tend to 
to, to try to do is keep their personal page out of the picture. And they don't realize that the moment you're on Facebook or the moment you're involved in, in social media in any way, and really you're involved in business, your personal side is, is available anyway. I think there's a balance in using uh, a personal page along with a business page. One of the mistakes that I see so common, especially in, uh, in the case of, of real estate, I have in my list right now close to 300 realtors who have personal pages and who I would have to ask to be a friend. What they don't understand is they're missing out on a lot of opportunities where their business pages are concerned. What's helpful for real estate agents to understand is the fact that uh, there's a, a, a huge difference between personal pages and business pages. Give me some of the differences. Well, first and foremost, Facebook policy is that personal profiles aren't supposed to be used for business. Now, they're not necessarily cracking down on this but what you know somebody doesn't want to do is rack up three to five thousand friends and then suddenly you know find out that Facebook cracks down on you know you can't use your personal profile for business anymore but more importantly you know most every realtor out there has some sort of website or web presence and over the years um, it's always been important, you know, statistics. They want to see, you know, how many visits have I gotten today? How many people have looked at this listing, et cetera? Uh, and Facebook business pages actually provide uh, that capability. There's an aspect of a Facebook page called insights. Personal profiles don't have this. Uh, insights are statistics. You, know, you can see how many people viewed a, a link or clicked on it or commented on it, how many people joined your page, how many people left your page. Uh, at any given time. So it's, it's a good way to track your efforts on the business side of things. Um, on a personal profile, there's a max number of friends that you can have. That max at the moment is 5,000. I've seen realtors with 5,000 uh, friends. There's no limit on a business page. And rather than spending your time managing your friends, blocking game requests, doing all these other things that are allowed on personal profiles, you don't have to have people in your personal life in Facebook. They can like your page. You may not even know who they are, which is a good thing. In your book, you reference seven common mistakes. First one is using every tool. There's a tendency to want to be on the cutting edge. There's a tendency to listen to everybody else. You know, you attend a conference and somebody pushes uh, this particular tool. You read some of your industry-specific publications and they're, uh, you know, suggesting this kind of tool. You talk to, you know, a, a, a fellow real estate agents who may be using something uh, for themselves and, and, you know, they swear by it. And so it, it puts an individual in a situation where they feel like they have to start trying everything. Um, and that's one of the biggest mistakes that you can make. The thing about the use of social media with your business is it has to be used based on what your habits are. Granted, you may need to change some of the things that you're doing uh, to bring some of this stuff in. But I've seen people start to use one thing, and then they'll hear about something else, so they'll start to use that, and then they'll hear about a third thing, and they'll start to use a third thing. It's not long before they have four or five different tools that they're trying to manage, and by doing that, they're managing none of them effectively. You have to look at what's being done in general. You know, what's everybody talking about? Well, of course, they're talking about, you know, Facebook. They're talking about Twitter. They're talking about LinkedIn. And there's many others. And you have to, you need to just pick one and start working with it. 
So what are your feelings about posting too often and too much? That's absolutely something that you want to avoid. One of the mistakes that, that people make, that businesses make, um, I've seen, seen corporations make it. They look at social media as an advertising outlet, and it's not. I have liked certain pages, and all I see, I, it doesn't matter if it's twice a day or five times a day, if all I see out of that is an ad or a promotion, think about yourself at home watching TV. Are you going to turn on the TV and go to, you know, the all commercials, all day, 24-7, 365 days a year uh, channel to watch commercials all day? You're not. And, 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 and if you're using social media you will lose your fans and followers immediately because that's not why they're there. The use of social media is about networking. And this is where people in general don't want sales pitches all day long. One of the mistakes I see in the real estate industry is realtors, all they'll do is post their new listing and post a new listing and post a new listing. And I might see four or five of those posts you know, a day from a realtor. There's other pieces of information that people want to know. When social media is used correctly, it's viewed as a networking tool. Think about when you go to uh, a conference or you go to, uh, you know, a, a chamber networking function uh, or you go to a trade show. You know, you're passing out business cards, you're talking to each other, you're introducing yourselves to each other, you're building relationships. And that's what the purpose of social media is. And when it's used correctly, that's what you're doing. You're out there, you're presenting yourself. People, for some reason, like your page or they follow you on Twitter. One of the things that people should be doing, you know, when somebody likes their Facebook page, first thing I do is I go and I look at their profile. Now, granted, Sometimes their profile is completely 100% hidden. Uh, most often it's not. Their information is there, and I can start to see what their likes are and what their activities are and what they watch on TV. Twitter is the same way. If somebody follows me, I go to their Twitter account, and I see. Uh, and there's often links to a website then. And, and, and by doing this, and yes, it takes time, but by doing this, it gives you an insight to that person who chose to hit that button and like you and start that relationship, uh, and, and that puts the response responsibility back on you then to be concerned enough about why. Uh, I'd even go as far as to uh, welcome them to your page. Do like you would do in real life when you meet somebody for the first time. Extend yourself to them. It sounds like building relationships online. That's all it is. That's, that's all it's about. Just as you would do in any other environment when you're among a group of people. So give me a brief description of the book. Why'd you write it? I decided to write this book because I realized that as I work uh, with individuals, as I worked with, with owners of small businesses and, and, and nonprofit organizations, uh, I found myself explaining uh, the same thing over and over again. The first thing people tend to think is by using social networking tools, by using social media, I'm going to make money. I'm going to sell myself. I'm going to advertise myself. I'm going to be able to sell my product, you know, whatever the case is. The first thing I tell them is if that's how you're looking at it, you will fail. And so I, I would find myself uh, sharing the same information uh, on a regular basis over and over again. And, and it prompted me to uh, want to put something together in writing from a 101 standpoint. There's a lot of books out there that explain how to set up the tools. What they fail to do is emphasize the purpose for the use of social media. At the moment, there's close to 200 social media websites, social media tools. That doesn't count 
gaming tools that doesn't websites that doesn't count uh you know online dating services so there's so much out there that people don't know where to start and it goes back to your seven mistakes rule number one don't use all the tools and then that begs the next obvious question which ones do i use unless the individual seeks some guidance they're not going to know where to start they're they're going to shoot from the hip. They're going to, you know, start a Facebook page. Next thing I know, I'm getting a friend request from somebody. They're going to start a Twitter account, and then they're not going to know what to do from there, and they're going to wonder, well, how do I get followers? And with a little bit of guidance and direction, they'll be able to understand how to use these correctly. I'm here with William Wells, the author of Going Social, Business Success at Your Fingertips. Books should be released later on this year. So how can they find the book? Initially, it's going to be an ebook uh, made available at williamhwells.com. And then shortly thereafter, it's going to be published in print uh, and made available uh, probably through Amazon or uh, the eBay bookstore. So if someone wanted to get a hold of you on being a social media coach, how would they get a hold of you? The best way for them would be to go ahead and visit uh, www.williamhwells.com. So visit williamhwells.com. Look for the book, Going Social, Business Success at Your Fingertips. I'm Mike Reed, and you've been listening to the CRS Proven Path Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Cardavy. Cardavy improves the way you manage and share your business and transaction documents. The opinions expressed here are the views of the host and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Council of Residential Specialists. Thanks for listening to the Proven Path Podcast. If you have any questions or topic suggestions for the show, send an email to solutions at crs.com.